Today is December 5th, 2021, the last monthly update for the 2021 year. Good morning, Craig, or evening, or whatever time it is. It's hard to tell. How you doing? Good. It's I'm doing good. For you, Jay. It's funny when I record my other show with Hunter, I always get the feeling like he throws me off, like he does stuff to throw me off, and I feel like in a much more subdued way, like that's how you feel about me. No, I just have bad thoughts, or not bad thoughts, I just have thoughts that come into my mind for some of the things that you say. <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> if you were an Office fan, you might get it. But... I, I am an Office fan. Well, wait, the movie, the British version, or the American version? The American version. Okay. The movie is my personal preference, but I do enjoy the uh, American version also. I love the movie. I've seen that several times. But there was just something that you said, and I wanted to, I always just what popped in my mind is that's what she said. <laughs> that would not have been that our version of bad thoughts are very different. So, 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 Craig, you know, it's the first episode of the month. Uh, the Microsoft Teams team has released their Teams team blog. Um, and, and, yes. uh, as we've done the last couple of months, um, we're, we're doing a quick run through of what came out over the last month. Now, before we get into it, like the elephant in the room is that Microsoft Ignite was last month. Um, yeah, and so, so there, a lot of fun out of it. Yeah. So there was a, there was a lot at Ignite and I'm not, not doing, I don't want to do an Ignite review. If you want to do that, go check out Matt Wade or Avpoint did one last week, or Microsoft's done a few. I mean, there's MVPs all over the world are doing Ignite reviews. Um, but in short, like this Ignite was all about showcasing how AI is improving uh, contextuality of information. Um, and, and we will get into a little bit of that in relation to some features that came out with Microsoft Loop. But uh, other than that, it was actually a pretty subdued conference i feel like yeah there was some interesting stuff that came around the power platform but a lot of that was actually what you might see a little bit of loop um co-authoring and mm -hmm. working together to actually create apps because um, me and my my user group we talked about that a little bit and there was like three announcements on that kind of like i want to say took how you would normally work or collaborate in office so with word or powerpoint so that you can add notes and have somebody else see it um, yep. that you can see who else is in your app as opposed to you know like in your document and then you can right. click on them and then that would open it right up into a conversation which is pretty cool um and then there was taking it a step farther and hooking it into github which is not quite out yet um but being able to kind of do a uh, saving as you go and, and continuously working and being able to save and not, you know, to have two people in there working and saving at the same time and then having it sure. back ended by a DevOps type of like sure. GitHub thing. Um, so that was pretty cool, actually. Yeah, no, and, and there's there, they were there were certainly big announcements that come out of it. But if you think back to two, three, four years ago where Ignite was once a year, 30,000 people descended down on Orlando or wherever it was that conference. 
the number of announcements and the 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 weight of those announcements feels like it was not what we've seen in the past. That that's all I was trying to say. That that's which Yeah, I, I kinda get that, but I also to me it's it's um they they've announced a lot continuously over the last year. So it, it it's not fair. like they're saving them up anymore. And and for me it's what I hate is it's the virtual conference. So um, which is good because that means everybody from around the world can see it and it's free, but I don't have time during my, like if I'm not there and taking the time off, I don't actually like, I'll, I'll catch a session here or there, Sure, but I, I don't have the luxury of blocking a week off of work and then having nobody bother me. Cause if I'm online, somebody sees me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's it's ironic. I, I would like you're to one of the lead organizers of M365 Chicago, a virtual event, but. I digress yes. and understand completely. Well, again, so, you know, we it, it that's you can do it. It's an hour. It's bite sized to to take the whole conference and see it. That's that's difficult. So, yeah. But uh, so, we don't all have the cushy job like you, Jay, and can just take the whole week off and, and do it. But are you kidding? <laughs> I didn't have to see a single ignite event, uh, ignite thing live this year. Like it was terrible. I blocked the whole thing off, and I was still in meetings all day. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's what I was saying. Like, I blocked it off, too, so I wouldn't have to do it. But as soon as anybody sees, like, nobody cares about time anymore. So, um, <laughs> which is a totally different subject. <laughs> I, I, I the will. The people that care are the meetings that I schedule, and I'm doing good with my meetings. So, um, which I, is I, a totally different subject. I have taken a page out of like my managers um, and what's coming out of the Viva Insights thing is to yeah. getting back some time and, and relate. So I don't schedule our meetings anymore. I schedule 45 minute meetings and I schedule them to start five minutes after the hour and 10 minutes before the hour. So right. um, if you're right there at 11 o'clock, right. Um, and then you get 10 minutes off before noon to, to get your coffee and whatever before your next meeting, then it seems like, um, my customers like that, uh, especially when I say, okay, now go do whatever before you have to run to your next meeting. Cause, um, so like, yes, <laughs> that's fair. Cause there is a next meeting. Everybody's got that next meeting. So, but I digress. All right. Well, that's, that's actually a really interesting idea. I don't, I don't know how I feel about the five minutes late thing, but I definitely subscribe to the, the five minutes earlier, 10 minutes early side. Uh, and hopefully that becomes more of a norm. But well, I digress. Five minutes late. An exciting discussion. The meeting never starts right on time. Anyways, you're always got that chit chat, and you're always waiting for somebody to join. So, um, if you do join early, you can just have your water cooler talk. That's, That's how we do it. True. So. Huh. I think about that. Let's go back to the announcements. Um, what came out of government? Yeah. So the government side again uh, in the last month was more subdued. Uh, theme that we just talked about with Ignite, there wasn't a lot, but there, what I thought was really interesting is um, three of the features announced last month were focused on GCC High uh, and one of and two of them on DoD, and that's uh, the 25 members per team in GCC High, uh, the presenter mode and desktop window sharing available in GCC High and DoD, and the new assignment experience. Uh, for breakout rooms in GCC High and DoD. And the reason that was important to me is I was looking back at our notes. Just last month, we announced those things for GCC. So again, right. seeing a, a very strong commitment 
to pushing out features as quickly as possible across the national tenants. Um, and, uh, you know, not just being a year, two years, three years delayed like we had seen previously. So it's it's really nice to see that commitment. Um, also, um, more along the lines of features we've seen recently on the commercial side, the attendance reports at, uh, in GCC High are now, are, are sorry, the attendance reports for meetings are now available in GCC. Um, and I thought this one was really interesting, mostly because I was just talking to um, my uh, to Avpoint's marketing director uh, in charge of all of our, our video uh, content, which is that the you now have isolated audio feeds in the GCC. So if you're using the NDI capabilities for live streaming your meetings, uh, you actually have an, uh, the ability to take Craig's audio and Jay's audio. At least that's how I take it. But what's interesting is I didn't realize we could do that in commercial. So I need to play with that more to see how I missed it on the commercial side, but GCC has it in preview now. Yeah, that rolled out a few months ago, I believe three to four months ago. We might have just touched over it briefly because it's not anything that right. – uh, because we normally focus on more collaboration type of things, right? We kind of we kind of announce those those feed capabilities and, and how you can make your video a little bit better or your audio. Um, but we tend to focus more on how you actually use Teams and how you collaborate with people. I think yep. that's why. I, it's, which is, it's just, it's funny, you know, people uh, who watch this, who have said, you know, we really appreciate what you're doing, blah, 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 lots of good information. Like, even I'm missing things. Uh, it's just, as, as you mentioned, they're continuously announcing so much that, like, to be able to stay on top of everything is is insane. So, but that's, I yeah, mean, from a government yeah, perspective. Number. Yeah. So, from a government perspective, that's the majority of it. Now, there were a couple of other things um, specific to meetings, which um, uh, I thought were interesting. So um, live captions, we've talked about that in the past. Uh, there's a type of live caption called Communication Access Real-Time uh, real Translation, or CART. Um, that is a new live captioning format available in commercial and GCC, so simultaneous release on that. And then also the anonymous user join policies, which allows IT or central admins to say, these groups of users can uh, invite anonymous users while others can't. So a little bit more granularity in that. I thought that was uh, pretty cool. Yeah, no, definitely the the captioning. Uh, it's all about um, Microsoft recently has been um, in a good way all about uh, accessibility. So that that definitely the cart um, yep. communication access real time translation again just for anybody who missed it um, is important and is a great feature. And then, yeah, um, I, I agree with the anonymous join. We're always looking. I, I always get those requests, right? So anything that that comes out, somebody wants to know how you can do it a little bit more granular, yeah. um, because there's always different requirements from different groups with inside of the organization. Now, the um, other one of the things that I thought, what? No, go ahead and hit it. Oh, uh, one thing I thought was interesting was the content from camera in Teams. So. Um, basically allows us to share content from physical whiteboards or documents as almost like they were being broadcasted from our camera, right? So yes, um, they they are cleaner images, and then we can I think we can like stream them and crop them. Um, yep, and, and kind of overlay them and do a bunch of neat things with them. 
Yeah, so we've we've talked about the whiteboard enhancements. Uh, I think last month there was a bunch of whiteboard enhancements for virtual whiteboards. But the example that's in the that that should be playing right now, frankly, if I do my editing properly, um, the example <laughs> is actually taking a whiteboard and streaming that whiteboard live in your, your meeting um, as if it's a virtual whiteboard. So I'm really excited to see. Excuse me, really excited to see what else comes with that uh, that technological growth. Um, that's, that's really slick. The, um, for, so from a, um, a meetings and calling perspective, the only other thing I wrote down and I thought this was really funny was, so they've released a custom hold music thing for calling with a bunch of caveats as to when it doesn't work, but you can only upload one audio file. So that audio file either needs to be like super extensive with, you know, like a whole album worth of music or it's one song and you just listen to that over one and over. song yeah. over and over again. And so I was thinking uh, Rick Astley's never going to give you up, like should absolutely be the hold music. If I had a tenant that I was doing this for, I think that's what I would do. <laughs> I was going to American Pie because it was longer. So <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Uh, of course, there's always uh, Disney's um, uh, Small World, which would make me quit my job, um, or or uh, the song that never ends. Uh, just a few fun pieces. Of course, co totally. You don't like not Small World? Average feature here, but I just thought that was really funny. No, it's actually is pretty interesting. But I imagine that they will just uh, you know that's for a limited time, and they'll improve on that, and then they'll have the whole Muzak Studio that you'll need to have. Um, but yes. Now, um, before we jump into the big announcement from uh, from Ignite, um, let's just real quick on the on the chat and collaboration side. Again, not a lot of new features, uh, but I thought this was really interesting. I noticed a new search results page for the search within Teams, which I do like it. Uh, but uh, and and with that, the this top hit cape uh, concept where you search for uh, yes. the word, you know, you search for Anthony and it gives you the top con top likely things based on some AI algorithms. So I thought that was really interesting. But what really bothered me is I use, so at, at, at my company for our sales stuff, we use threaded channel discussions where each channel discussion it links, not links to, but relates to an opportunity, a sales opportunity. And, and we name the channel discussion using the title the same as we name it in CRM. So if I have a records opportunity for the Department of Interior, you know, that that name and title in CRM matches the name and title yeah. in this thread and I, and I can't find it anymore. So I can no longer search by the subject line as a filter and that drives me nuts. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know until you told me about that, that that was even a thing. So didn't bother me at all. I just, but I, I am so horrible when I search anything. It's just like, what was that word that I put in somewhere? Um, maybe it's horseshoe, right? And I'll do a search for horseshoe and hope everything, sure. yeah, hope something sure. comes back. And then I'll do a search for horse and space shoe and then not, and I'll do exactly. horseshoes. <laughs> so, so I, I need the AI that reads my mind. And and while I like this, uh, I do like that it comes back now, kind of, um, you know, you you see the chats, you see files, so it's kind of broke out too. 
Yeah. Um, so it's not all just a, a line of threaded stuff. So a little bit cooler with that. That's yep. That's helped me a lot. Yeah. So it it, it is a, a a enhanced search experience with positive benefits. But just that that one like I, you know, this is why people don't like cloud technologies and software as a service is you never know what's going to change. And then when it does change and they take a feature away for whatever reason, of course you're upset, right? So here I am, I'm, I'm moaning they about that. They moved your but, cheese, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> they did move my cheese. So speaking of cheese, uh, we'll move on to the, the big announcement from Ignite, which is the announcement of Microsoft Loop. And uh, I've got, I'll have a link in the, um, description here uh, that goes directly to part you know some of the big information about it um loop is really interesting to me in that um i don't think in and of itself today it is a big deal but i think in the future what it provides has a lot of opportunity um so so yeah i i, I loop could be very interesting yeah, so it's basically a build off of or an extension. Not really sure how you would say it. Um, a while ago, Microsoft talked about having apps that would take information that would be able to be used not only in like Teams, but it would be able to be used in Outlook, um, in OneNote, and be able to be used SharePoint and be able to use across the stack and save information. So you could create information um, and then it'd be updated anywhere that you have used to that app. And they called that. That was part of the fluid framework um, yes. and that has evolved more into a standalone product that they announced at ignite called loop um, which is yep. what you referenced to so they're still in the process of kind of rolling out the full app i think or in the entirety and we've just got little pieces like tables and and yeah. some other pieces of it now but the the promise there i think um for those components to become bigger better um, and more ingrained in the system will be really cool. And then um, we were talking off camera how right now it's just for first party Microsoft apps, but the vision, the envision is, and the promise is in build, there's going to be, and build is the big developer conference that will be coming up in a few months to make it available to third parties. So we'll allow third party development. So other developers can put it into their, to their own applications. And then yep. that's where you could really get huge. Yeah, exactly. So today's work capabilities are adding these live components into um, like a Teams chat or a channel thread. And and there's some interesting stuff there. Like you can have a live editable table in your discussion. Uh, and that same table can be placed in a Dynamics 365 uh, page or application. It can be placed in OneNote or in um exchange in an email and and the nice part about that is if i edit it in teams and you're looking at it in an email a week later you're getting the updates and you're able to edit yes, it that'd be awesome why so some really cool co-authoring stuff there across all those apps but like you said i, I mean i i can i can start to see the vision when i think about um, apps like ServiceNow or even our own apps for governance and, and for back for, for not backup for, for governance, being able to use these live components um, and and uh, and and really start to integrate across our app to exchange to teams to a to a downloaded file. 
it's it, it's it's got some really interesting potential. But again, I think it's a potential right now. Like I don't think they announced the mind blowing feat capability today. I think they announced the the teaser today, and hopefully the mind blowing capability hits yeah, up. Yeah, the vision in, for it. Build. Yeah, exactly. Um, one thing I thought was really interesting that kind of threw me off was in order to make sure you have access to this offline, like in an email or something, they're actually going to be storing uh, a, a file related to each thing in your OneDrive. So I'm, I'm curious from a governance perspective, you know, how does that affect access and how does that affect sustainability? Um, if I delete the file in my OneDrive, is the component lost on the internet or just for my local copy? Um, and if I go to share, am I going to have the ability in OneDrive to change access to it? So I think that's really uh, a little confusing still. Yeah, I haven't fully looked in that. It wouldn't be surprising to me if that was more of a hidden file. Um, sure. Or a hidden folder. I, if it were me, I'd probably try to make it that or something that you specifically have to go in and change. I, you know, just spitball it here and throw my own thing out here. Something that you specifically have to do special permissions for. Um, right. I don't know that we have that ability in OneDrive. Like, I know we do it in Exchange all the time. So, like, for e-discovery and yep. and content searching and the the chat and teams, there's bunch of things it's a bunch of a, hidden folders that the user folder, yep. doesn't see but lives behind the system i'm not really sure we do that in OneDrive, um but it would be something that we could look into deeper we could have a whole probably episode on loop yeah in the future. yeah i suspect especially if if not in the next month or two coming out of build we probably will um even if it's more technical i think it's worth di diving into a little bit more detailed uh, the other, <laughs> and this is my, you know, my uh, Uncle Ben moment, right? Like, this is a tool with a lot of potential, um, a lot of potential power, but with great power comes great responsibility. For example, don't send a sales quote to a customer that's using a loop component where you can change the value <laughs> and yeah. you know they look at the value today and and then you edit it and they look at the value a week from now and it's different like that's that's just bad form that's <laughs> so i i think there's going to be some some uh technical governance like we well just that's talked about, an interesting scenario because like, i don't know that you're going to be able to send an email to a customer i would think that would almost be internally where loop could be used so that's a great question I haven't been able to find an answer to is can you send a loop component to someone external? And if I forward an email that you sent me that had a loop component in it and I forward it to someone outside the domain, what happens to that content? Do they get just a like a, a, a placeholder that says, you know, this is a loop component. Come learn about them, but you can't access it. Or, or how does that work? Yeah, that would be my guess. Uh, so, again, again um, I wasn't prepared for this conversation, and it's just no, kind no, of coming no, up no, on no, the no. fly, but um, my I don't guess know it would be you have to log in, right? Yeah. So, That's... if you're a guest in that tenant, that would make sense, right? Then you would be able to see it. Um, so, you probably have to have some authorization. And then, if you're not a guest in that tenant, like, so... Like if I get sent it to you, you're a guest in my tenant, you can see it. But then if you forward somebody who I haven't shared it with, then obviously the permissions shouldn't hold. Right, right, and right, right. Probably right. you would I see mean, that placeholder. That all makes sense. To... 
Yep. Yes. Well, there we go. We've got a whole new other episode lined up. <laughs> Sometime in the near future, or or maybe somewhat more distant future. All right. Well, that's it for November, man. It was like I said, it's a, it was a light, it was a light month, you know, some updates to GCC, GCC High and DoD that we've seen in commercial before. Uh, a few things on meetings, uh, a little Rick Astley, and then uh, Microsoft Loop. That was that 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 was Teams in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, so really a, a huge big announcement for Loop that's coming to Teams or already actually built into Teams with the Fluid Framework and just kind of fully fully announced as being its own product, which was was interesting. And then we had turkey last, um, we had turkey, we had gravy, we had stuffing, we didn't talk about that at all. And then uh, so far we this didn't. month I had, <laughs> this month I had the Nutcracker Ballet and I had a cheerleading competition I had to go to today. So, um, oh, that's fantastic. Got, we've got band rehearsal, band, oh, Christmas band or holiday band um, Tuesday. And then my other daughter's got orchestra and band on the following week. And we've got SharePoint, uh, 365, Educon. 365 coming to dc so if you're in the dc area Greg and i come to our book signing i mean come to the conference uh use code leask for for like a dollar discount and uh yeah come join us we we it it'll be nice to see some people in person with a mask on have you ever watched the dick van dyke show i mean many many years ago I believe in their Christmas episode, they had like one where they were singing, come join us, come join us. Yeah. They were playing a band. You have to see it. Never mind. <laughs> I'm going to have to believe you on this one, Craig. And I think with that, I bid you adieu, my friend. We know you liked this episode of This Week in Team because you're still listening. So if you want to hear more like this, make sure you click the subscribe button, notifications, and go to onthespot.tech for more from This Week in Teams and our sibling podcasts.